Hello, everyone. My name is Sinead Jones, and I am your resident certified sex coach. Thank you so much for listening to Do You Know the New Kinky You? This is our platform to discover who we are as unique sexual creatures. One of the ways that we do this is by reading the book, Mirror of Intimacy, Daily Reflections on Emotional and Erotic Intelligence by Alexander Katakis and Tom Bliss. This is the ASEC 2015 Book of the Year, and ASEC stands for American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. Man, the way that the authors have done this book for us is to give us both a quote and a passage that I will read to you, give you some time to think on what came up for you, what kind of feelings and, and thoughts you know came up related to this particular topic, which for today, March 18th, is mood. So I will share with you uh, my insights onto the topic as well, and hopefully give you something to think about as, you know, again, this whole podcast is about being on a journey of self-discovery to figure out who we are as sexual beings. So although a lot of the times when I talk, I will give a reference to, you know, things in general, but there is always, at least for my intention, the, the goal is to focus on uh, one's sexual health, but sexual health is a component of your overall being. So our mental health, our physical health, all of it goes together. Um, but our concentration here is on your sexual health. Today, March 18th, we are talking about mood. And so the quote says, the moods of love are like the wind and none knows when, so why they rise. Coventry Patmore. Here's a common enough phrase. I'm not in the mood. Whether it's a defense against social events or sexual intimacy, we all know how much mood plays a part in forward momentum. The I'm not in the mood excuse might be based on avoidance, which can in turn be based on past trauma or resentment or even confusion. So, I'm not in the mood is truly a catchphrase for I'm dealing with some personal issues around this subject and I haven't brought to light yet. A wise saying tells us that only once we actually commit to taking an action does the universe give us the energy to do it. So, when we feel this lack of right mood, it's because we're not fully committed to right action. Children similarly often don't want to go outside to play or participate in healthy activities, but once they start, they don't want to stop. So as adults, if we let our so-called moods derail activities that are sensible, reasonable, and healthy for us, it's likely there are underlying issues we should seek to understand. To help us, we might acquire a mood vocabulary to deepen our comprehension. Instead of being not in the mood, we might really be craving security or quiet or solitude or warmth. By coming to know our moods, we can learn to regulate them so our moods are not our masters. All right. Have you ever not been in the mood? And remember, 
I mean sex, but you can not be in the mood for practically anything. And it all really is, you know, I'll give you a second or two. Think about it. What is what is what needs to happen to get you into the mood? You know, what's interesting is that it, there are there's a situation called um, well. Have you ever thought about your sex drive? You know, how often do you actually think about sex? How often would you ideally engage in sex? And your number, your baseline number is only applicable to you. So what ends up happening is if you are a person who is really, really good with having sex, you know, once a month and that doesn't bother you. And as long as you're enjoying yourself when it happens, it's all good. Or you could be somebody that, you know, has to have sex every day, multiple times a day. That, that sex drive is what motivates you. And so if you're in a relationship, especially, and that sex drive can is uneven, where somebody, you know, is really high, they're good with it, but you know, it's frustrating for the partner because that partner wants to be intimate and it's not being the level of enthusiasm, the level of uh actual connection is not happening you know to a point where it's satisfactory to both people so things become imbalanced and then things can become frustrating of course one of the things that people may not be aware of is that the body responds to stimuli you know in in different ways and it's based on you know who we are so some people are going to have a very spontaneous type of uh, responsiveness to sexual desire, which means it starts in your head first. You're having a a mental buildup to the thought, the desire to want to have sex. Whereas someone else may not be triggered by thought. It might not be as easily triggered by thought. However, if they get touched the right way, if they are doing a responsive uh, desire because of, you know, of an actual reaction, you know, just the right kiss, just the right touch, just the right hug will initiate thoughts of sex. Whereas those, those thoughts of sex did not exist prior to that physical touch, prior to that responsive desire for arousal, you know, having a physical response to it. So the sexual response cycle is all of that. It starts with the desire to want to be in a sexual situation. Then it comes into the actual physical arousal um, responsiveness. Then it gets into the plateau and, you know, you're actually doing the acts of sex then you have the orgasm and then you have the um refractory period you know the time where you have to your body has to rest and recover so there are things and the way that the sexual response cycle works especially for women is that it tends to be a little bit more 
uh, fluid. So we can be highly, highly aroused and then something can change and our level of desire can go back down uh, it, and it can flip back just as easily. Um, we can also, because women have more tendency to be multi-orgasmic, then our refractory periods are not the same as men where most of the time there has to be some level of period between ejaculations. So the body knows how to respond, but not times out of 10, what we're talking about when we talk about mood, getting in the mood is coming from a place of being a blank slate where sex was not potentially on the table to now being in a sexual situation. So a lot of times you might find that, you know, you get frustrated because you always have to initiate sex. And if that's the case, it's primarily because you are a likely spontaneous, uh, responsive person with regards to sexual uh, engagement, where you're the person that you're dealing with could be responsive. So they're not even thinking about it until you bring it up. So sometimes I think we try to take on responsibilities or feelings um, that we don't have to, because if we learn to communicate and learn to pay attention to what it is that is happening around us, we might understand our situations a little bit more. So one, understand what your triggers are. So I ask you, what will put you in the mood? Is there a song? Is there you know a certain type of kiss or a touch? What takes you from zero to a hundred? And can you harness that knowledge so that in the event that you happen not to be in the mood, but you still want to engage, that you know what you need to do to help stimulate that situation for yourself? You know, I will be honest with you. I'm going to say it's going to sound personal, but, you know, it's, it's not times out of 10. If, you, if I get some oral sex, that you're not getting some afterwards. So, you know, you can sit and you know rub all day long, but for women especially, it takes a lot of warming up. It can, not all women, not everybody, but our response cycles, it takes, we're more so responsive. It takes more to get the, the, the motor running, get the engine going, getting all of that other stuff. But it doesn't mean that the work can't be done, the work can't be put in, that that correct and uh, trigger that can say, okay, well, this is the thing that I know is going to work. Then once you have that, then you can kind of move away from the obscurity of whether I'm going to get some or not. Because one, of course, we, we are assuming that consent has been given, but at the same time, it's where do you find the balance is the frustration in that you're not getting any or the fact that you have to initiate we have to this is the part of the challenge of trying to find the balance and what it is that we're trying to accomplish when we're having our engagements with our partners something to think about about how you get in the mood all right my name is Shanae jones thank you so much for listening to do you know the new kinky you please like subscribe follow do all of that across social media at D-O-Y-O-U-K-N-K-Y at a.com. That is the website. If you go to the website, it will link you out to all of these social media uh, sites that I have. 
and you'll find uh, information about all the other great and wonderful things that I am doing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you again tomorrow.